0: To car radio, you are on 9:10 a.m. The Super Station. I am Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program for the next two hours in the best car radio program in all of Michigan. Got a packed lineup for you today. We're going to be talking to Ryan Eversley, Honda, Honda factory driver. Uh, he is up in uh, Bowmanville, Ontario, this weekend, just east of Toronto. At uh, Mostport Racetrack, uh, the Insa boys and girls are racing up there, and uh, Ryan is racing the uh, L.A. Honda World Racing Honda. We'll check in with him about how things are going up there this Saturday. We're also going to be talking to Robin Warner. Uh, Robin and I were just out in Utah testing the all-new Jeep Wrangler uh, uh, as expected, really good Jeep. Of course, it's got tremendous competition today uh, from the Ford Bronco. So lots to talk with uh, uh, with Robin about that car, and we'll also be checking in this hour with Eric Peters on the ra- latest uh, developments with uh, Ford. The Ford Maverick um, is... Uh, is uh, um, uh, had some model changes uh, in its lineup, uh, particularly to the entry-level uh, hybrid. So, uh, lots to talk about there with uh, with Eric, and then we'll have more Jeep Wrangler for you. A lot of Jeep Wrangler in the show uh, today to, the, uh, with the 2024 models and updates there, so we'll be talking a lot about that in the second hour uh, as well. As always, uh, you can call us here at 313-778-7600 if you want to join the conversation and you can find us on Facebook uh, uh, 910 AM page uh, and of course if you missed today's program uh, you can always go to uh, uh, your favorite podcast channel next next week the, the live show will go to podcast next week Spotify, Google, Apple Detroit News so lots of ways to find uh, car radio uh, we're working on getting uh, Ryan Eversley on the line here I know he's had a Really busy morning up at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, also known to us racers as Mosport. And um, as soon as we get him on the line here, uh, we will uh, check in on him. Uh, Ryan had qualifying uh, this morning. I know they've got a driver's meeting uh, going on uh, this uh, around noon today. So uh, working on him, getting him uh Mike up. Uh, uh, One of my favorite tracks in North America, probably the fastest track in North America, is uh, Canadian Tire Motorsports Park, also known as uh, Mosport. I was just up there a month ago racing my Lola in the uh, S2 racing class. Had a a really good uh, race weekend up there. Very fast track. Uh, We're over 100 mile an hour average uh, lap speeds, and uh, um, and uh, uh, and the, the pros up there, the, the big prototype class that's up there this weekend, uh, the IMSA, racer, IMSA racers, uh, they will be, I think, hitting average lap speeds of over 130 miles an hour. Uh, Ryan uh, Eversley uh, is, is racing a, a Honda Type R. Uh, all tricked out uh, uh, in the TCR class, a very competitive GT racing class, um, and uh, and they are racing uh, their two-hour race this afternoon uh, from four to six p.m. So they had qualifying this morning, uh, and then the uh, uh, the IMSA sports cars and prototypes uh, will roll off the grid tomorrow uh, for that feature race. So. A lot going on up there at Mosport uh, in Bowmanville, if you're, uh, if you're heading over that way. It's just a little over four hours away from uh, Detroit. Uh, really, really fun place to go watch uh, racing. And, and uh, as you uh, can imagine, it's got racing uh, all, all uh, weekend long, whether it's, the, uh, uh, whether it's the Michelin Pilot Challenge uh, race today uh, that Ryan is racing in or whether it's the emphasis sports car, uh, racers tomorrow. Um, there's, uh, uh, there's, there's, uh, uh, all kinds of activity over there. And the Canadians are, are tremendous, uh, race fans. So the place is going to be packed, uh, with, with, uh, race fans. Um, uh, they, uh, uh, uh the track is very spectator uh friendly track um a lot, lot of elevation change uh so that you can you can watch uh uh that the uh the the, the cars uh, uh either come down the main pit straight uh you know great elevation there uh and then also in the very famous uh turn two as the cars come over turn two uh uh, uh, uh down into turn three really spectacular uh spot to to watch a race and uh to watch that race and then uh, a lot of the a lot of the passing uh, i imagine most port goes on on the back straight uh, I, I i like to to say most port is is the most oval-like road course in north america because it is so high speed uh, a lot of the a lot of the overtaking actually uh, uh, takes place under draft. Uh, on the back straight uh, before turn uh, eight uh, because there aren't any really natural uh, outbraking spots. Um, And uh, uh, so so a lot of times uh, you really try to set up uh, cars to pass uh, on that back straight and then into a very fast uh, turn eight at the end of the back straight. Very unusual track in that sense. uh, If you go to uh, Circle of the Americas, for example, in Austin, Texas, you have uh, long straights that are punctuated by tight hairpin turns, uh, sort of natural, um, natural uh, uh, breaking spots uh, and or uh, passing spots, and then uh, also uh, tracks like Watkins Glen, uh, also where you have sort of natural uh, passing uh, points at the end of the front straight or the back straight. So most sports very. Uh, different in that regard, uh, the the uh, series that Ryan Eversley is racing in with his uh, Honda team is uh, just chock full of manufacturers. That uh, that is the theme in IMSA, um, and, uh, and, um, and 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 uh, and. Um, uh, 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 he's racing against Alpha. Uh, he's racing against Audi, uh Racing against Hyundai. I mean, quite a mix of uh, of, of uh, GP cars uh, in that in that um, in that uh, Michelin Pilot uh, Challenge. I just heard from Ryan. Uh, he's in the drivers' meeting, so he will be joining us uh, uh, shortly. Um, so our our uh, our. Um, uh, and we'll have our producer uh, Jalen Alston, uh, very very patient guy. I'll keep trying uh, Ryan uh, as uh, as we uh, uh, get, get updates here from Ryan as he as he progresses with his uh, uh, driver's meeting. Um, the the um, uh, the and the, the way that the uh, the, the GT racers. Uh, race there in ryan's series you have a big gt class the so-called gs class and then also the tcr class and uh, tcr um is is uh, tcr is the is the class um uh, uh that uh, ryan is racing in these are the smaller displacement cars um Uh, uh, like the Hondas, like the Hyundais, and then they're also out there on track uh, 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 with uh, Mercedes, uh, Big uh, Bore, Mustangs, uh, also uh, Porsche Caymans, so um, uh, a a lot of variety out there um, uh, for for the fans to uh, watch. Um, And uh, uh, the uh, the uh, uh, variety of uh, GT cars that you see out there uh, is, is is really uh, is really great uh, to watch um, and, uh, and it's televised too so you can find uh, the sensor racing uh, online uh, I believe but at, uh, at NBC sports uh, as well as uh, other places uh Uh, Often the the IMSA will be broadcast live on uh, Sunday, but you can watch this uh, uh, IMSA P.C.R. race uh, this afternoon uh, at four o'clock. And really, as I say, tremendous racing uh, between a great variety of cars, and uh, and most Port in particular is really a fascinating track uh, to watch, whether you're uh, whether you're there in person uh, or whether you watch it on. Uh, on, on television uh, because it's such a challenging track. Uh, I've, I've been there twice racing uh, my car and um, uh, some real pucker uh, turns uh, around that uh, uh, track, not just the, uh, the turn uh, uh, one-two complex, but also going over uh, turn four uh, on the backside of the track, uh, uh, big blind uh, sweepers that you're doing uh, over 100 miles an hour and uh, you really have to place the car uh, precisely in order to uh, turn a good lap time uh, out at most port and uh, so I had a lot of fun uh, was out here with my sons I, I uh, both of them uh, unfortunately had uh, issues uh, and were unable to finish in our race uh, And I came in fifth and uh, distant fifth but uh, but some, some great racing up and down the board uh, in, this, in the Sport uh, S2 uh, track. So uh, uh, we have a lot of fun out there at MoSport, and then great to see uh, the IMSA racers out there this weekend uh, in their uh, multiple uh, classes. Uh, a little background on Ryan. We'll, we'll hear from him uh, shortly as he gets out of his uh, driver's meeting uh, over there at MoSport. Uh, the... Um, The the Honda Type R that he races is based on uh, the same Honda Type R Civic that you want to see in the street today, a very, very capable front-wheel driving car, and it is the same uh, when they take it racing. It is a front-wheel drive uh, car, very sophisticated uh, uh, front suspension system. Uh, I've driven the the, the previous generation uh, Honda Type R uh, race car, uh, that Ryan is in, and uh, and and they are they are now uh, driving the new generation car, which we'll talk to them about. It's going to be a lot of fun for him uh, to, to be driving this this uh, latest uh, uh, Civic Type R uh, at speed uh, out there, and um, uh, and it's and it's a very different handling uh, car uh, to race relative to. Um, Relative to um, a production car, the way they set it up, you're basically uh, dragging around uh, the back of the car, and and you're not only putting the power to the ground uh, via the front wheels, but you're also uh, uh, turning with those wheels as well. So uh, it's a very different uh, type of uh, chassis setup and a different type of car to drive than the rear-wheel drive, uh, mid-engine sport racers uh, like I race. so uh, so so I know uh, Ryan's going to be having a lot of fun uh, 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 with that new car um, and and uh, and uh, racing that car out there uh, at uh, Mostport. Uh, do we we have most is uh, is Ryan on the line? We have we have him on the line,
1: Jalen.
0: No, no, still 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 waiting to hear uh, Ryan call in here. Uh, We're going to take a break here, hear from our advertisers, hopefully uh, on the other side of the break. Uh, We will have Ryan Eversley for you. We are on, you're on Car Radio 910 AM
3: balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time i had no energy for
4: months and months and months i had no energy and i'm a very active person and my husband was noticing that i was tired all the time and i was slow at everything that i was doing and i kept listening to the commercials And, you know, you don't know if something's going to help you or not. But I decided this was something I was going to do. And lo and behold, in about four days after taking them, I was repotting plants. I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy.
3: Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code RADIO5.
5: Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19. But you can't go it alone.
6: Our diffuser comes with your favorite cologne or perfume scent. Unlike other fragrances, success fragrances are all based with diarrhea, which means success fragrances yeah, so so scent scents last longer yeah. throughout their days. Yeah. Uh, we I will God post- God. I, I told, I I told that girl that my good she said, it's understood.
5: Working for Venus,
7: it's
0: all right, welcome back into 9:10 AM, the superstation. You're on car radio, and uh, we have uh, a good friend of the program, uh, Robin Warner. Joining us uh, uh, today to talk uh, Jeep Wrangler. Robin, how are you?
8: I'm doing well, Henry. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Uh, uh, Robin, we may have uh, Ryan Eversley uh, joining us here uh, uh, during this uh, uh, segment. We were trying to, uh, Robin, or uh, Ryan is up uh, racing at Mostport uh, this weekend in the uh, Michelin Pilot. Challenge and uh, he was. We were trying to get him uh, the first segment, and he was in a driver's meeting, so he may uh, call in uh, while we're talking here. And uh, Robin's uh, a fellow racer and uh, and knows Ryan as well, so uh, so we may hear from we may hear from Eversley here, uh, Robin, while we're talking. Well, I'd be happy to give him a really hard time. You just say the
8: word Henry, and all.
0: Uh, I'll grilling. him. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ryan Everglades. he's a real character, and uh, uh, we always like having him on the on the program. And, and, he's, and he's driving a great car. He's got the uh, Honda Civic uh, Type R over there at most ports, uh, uh, so I'm sure he's having fun at that high-speed track. Uh, Robin, you and I were having fun. Uh, a couple weeks ago out in Utah driving the all-new Jeep Wrangler, a little little different type of performance vehicle than a Honda Civic uh, Type R, but that's one of the things I love about uh, autos these days is is you you have production vehicles uh, that you can take to extreme environments like uh, most port racetrack, a, a Honda Civic Type R, or you can take a Jeep Wrangler, uh, out to the Orange Rocks of uh, Utah. You know, we, we got some pretty good choice going these days, don't
8: we? Oh, man, absolutely. And uh, the Jeep, when you're in off-roading conditions, it, it still delivers incredible performance, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we, we uh, you know, it, 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 and it's, and I, this segment is getting more interesting uh, all the time because you now have the Ford Bronco that's really engaged uh, jeep wrangler now in this uh, mid-size ladder frame based off-road segment and this is the first uh, time sort of the first response from jeep wrangler's perennially been the king of off-road in this segment uh, this is really this 2024 model is the first response to the fort bronco uh, Robin how, how do you think it's backed up uh, well
8: it it was the most impressive thing to me was how much they stuck to their traditional script in a lot of ways. I was expecting a little bit more of a reaction to the Bronco and it was definitely there in the details, but I, I, I was pretty impressed with how much the Wrangler continues to be just as everyone expects it and that's probably to Jeep's benefit that they're uh, playing the long game,
9: you could say.
0: Yeah, and this was a uh, this was a mid-cycle uh, upgrade for the Jeep Wrangler. Uh, we know they're working on, uh, you know, a much a much bigger uh, newer car, probably for the 2026 model year. I would I would think, but uh, but it's interesting uh, still what they brought in here. Uh, uh, Robin uh, uh, to the segment. Uh, uh, one of the one of the uh, real advantages, I think, of the Bronco uh, competitively is some very good electronics. They've got a uh, uh, electronic uh, a rotary transfer case uh, shifter. They've they've got uh, the latest digital screens. And so uh, Wrangler, if, if, if you look at the car, actually the biggest change. Uh, this time is, is it's uh, a, a big digital uh, screen in the in the uh, on the console of the car.
8: Yeah, that's exactly right, and it, they, and there's a lot of new tech underneath that screen as well. So it's a 12.3 inch center console screen, and it's got uh, what they call UConnect 5 software running it, and the bare bones of the base of the software is actually. Uh, Google automotive operating system so they um, they put a lot of effort into that and one of the really interesting they have that new uh, built-in um, off-road trail guide system to give you uh, almost like built-in navigation to find the best off-road trails as well and that's probably the in my mind at least that was the smartest
0: way to use technology to the benefit of what a Jeep is traditionally. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's important to, uh, yeah, if, if you're going to go off road, you really have a good directions. Robin, we've got uh, Ryan Eversley uh, joining us on the uh, line here. Ryan, how are you?
2: I'm doing great, its Good to be back with you. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, we're doing good. Uh, say hello to uh, Robin Warner, uh, fellow uh, racer, fellow uh, Honda fan, uh, Robin and I were talking uh, a little Jeep Wrangler, but uh, we want to talk about this sport with you.
2: Yeah, sounds good. Looking forward to it. Uh,
0: so, the, uh, so Ryan, uh, it's a long driver's meeting. Were you guys misbehaving this morning? So
2: it's, it's more related to the last race we had. We, uh, <laughs> we definitely got into some trouble at, at Watkins Glen as a whole series, I should say. I got on the receiving end of a uh, uh, a driver not wanting to be passed, but unfortunately, ended up in a very heavy impact and a very bad crash, but we're back here at Mossport, uh, you know, two weeks later, cars been rebuilt, and uh, we have a chance to win the race today. Yeah, so uh,
0: you guys just uh, got out of qualifying as well. How have did the, have the qualifying go this morning?
2: Yeah, we qualified second. Unfortunately, uh, to team, that's, wow. a great, that's a great result, but our teammate. Uh, Matt Pombo, my teammate, he's been on the pole for the last six races in a row. So uh, that streak came to an end today, unfortunately. But uh, if he's not on pole, he qualifies second. So that's still a good place to be starting the race.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really impressive. Uh, yeah, good news for the L.A. Honda World uh, Racing Team. Robin, um, you know, you and I uh, were in the in the, uh, the new Type R not too long ago with Ryan. Ryan, I, I think, was taking us around out of Sonoma. Raceway, having a lot of fun. And, uh, and and Ryan, this is, I believe this is uh, your third race, second race, in the, now the updated uh, so-called FL5 uh, version of the racing Type R?
2: Yeah, we debuted the car at Laguna Seca uh, uh, just a few months ago and uh, came away with the first podium in North America for the FL5 Civics. That was pretty cool. And i just been given a SL5 Civic streetcar uh, by my team owner who owns the LA Honda dealership. So it was a really special week uh, getting to drive my own Type R to the racetrack, getting a podium and, and uh, celebrating with the guys. And this is, uh, yeah, first trip to the car to Canada. And uh, it's been fast everywhere. It's just a development still because we don't know what the car likes in certain places. And to be very honest, at Watkins Glen, I think we had one of the best cars I've ever had in racing. And then this weekend we have a fast car, but it's a handful. So... It's funny how it works, you know. Two weeks ago, this thing was the best car I've ever driven. This weekend, it's it's fighting every corner, but it's, it still has some pace in it. So, just how it is sometimes.
8: Ryan, what what is it like around such an inherently fast place like Mosport? No I mean, you're 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 in a front wheel drive, you know, sport compact car, ultimately, and Mosport no is just wicked fast fourth gear, fifth gear corners. So, how
2: how do those two
8: things blend together?
2: Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's funny, these TCR cars now, you, you look at them 10 years ago, or at least what they used to be called, ST cars or touring cars, they didn't have the aero that we have now. So a track like Mossport is very fast, high speed, so aero is, is a big deal. And if you look, turn one is a fifth-year corner, turn two is a fifth-year corner, turn three is a fourth-year corner. And I think we only go down to second for turn five, uh onto the back straight, which is the slow, slowest car on the track so it's, it's real high speed but these cars are so quick that we're actually i think we qualified fifth overall against the gt4 cars fifth and sixth with the top two tcr cars and i think the pull difference wow. is the second so we are cranking around here and it's actually something we don't want we don't want to be that close to the other cars that are racing so uh it's part of the deal sometimes but uh, it's going to make for an exciting race today
0: yeah, that's uh, that, that's awesome. I, that, the uh, you know Ryan, I, I was just out there a month ago racing uh, uh, my my Lola, and it's, uh, it's spec racing. And I, I I always say most sport is is uh, is the uh, is is an oval road course track because there's no uh, obvious place to pass. Uh, you know, on most road courses you get hairpins and places to pass, but most port is so high speed there aren't any natural passing zones. So you wind up drafting on the back straight. Uh, and trying to uh, trying to set up uh, passes. Is, is it the same for you guys in the P C R class?
2: Oh, absolutely. It's a one-lane racetrack for about outright pace. So if you're side-by-side side with somebody, you guys are both going slower than ideal. And uh, we've, we've literally been working on trimming the car out this weekend to try to get a straight-line speed advantage just to be able to pass people. So it's that critical around here. And, uh, unfortunately, you start trimming out the wings, you start losing the overall arrow. And you need that around here. So it's, it's been a little bit of, you know, split in half on what we want for setup. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Ryan, can you, uh, can you hold on just for a second? We're going to uh, hear from our advertisers. And uh, on the other side of the break, we'll be talking more with uh, Ryan Eversley of Honda Racing and with Robin Warner You're on 910 AM, the Superstation.
10: Have you thought about advertising your business on our 910 AM Superstation? Our audience is bigger than ever, and your investment will be lower than ever. Find out how you can grow your business. Give us a call during business hours and ask for Henry. 248-357-4566. We will tell your story, and more folks than ever before will come to your door. 248-357-4566. Ask for Henry. The super audience at our 910 Superstation wants to hear about you. Call now. The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 910 AM Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. 9 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 100 spots for $600, with a must-air within 30-day policy, and we will even produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Devin C. now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566. Or email at d.calhoun at thewordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads.
7: WADL gets a facelift and is now My38 Detroit. Along with a facelift comes new programming on Mondays at 8pm. Catch a two hour block of Law and Order SVU. Tuesdays, Chicago Fire. Wednesdays, Dateline. More Dateline and Chicago PD on Thursdays and on Fridays. You will get more Chicago PD to start your weekend. We'll still have some of your favorite shows like Mom, Blackish, and Friends. Just adding more for you to enjoy on My38. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative. Seen all around the world, we bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired,
2: you need The Word Network.
6: Hello, we are Success Fragrances. We provide cologne, perfume, lotions, and diffusers. Our diffuser comes with your favorite cologne or perfume scent. Unlike other fragrances, Success Fragrances are all based with vitamin E, which means Success Fragrances scents last longer throughout their daytime. We will personalize your perfect fragrance. You can buy an individual cologne, perfume, or lotion. In addition, you can buy a box package, which consists of our lotion, your fragrances, and a fragrance of your choice that's travel size, which is a gift. I purchased some Bugatti Cologne and Lotion. The smell lasting all day. We can be contacted at 586-563-5830 by way of text. And our website is successchemical.com. And our motto is one smell, get you hooked. <laughs> cruising and playing the
8: radio.
2: All right, welcome back in to a.m. The
0: Super Station We're on Car Radio. We are talking with Robin Warner of the Robin Warner YouTube channel and Ryan Eversley, a uh, Honda factory racer out at Mostport Raceway uh, this weekend. And, uh, Robin, you had a question for Ryan. Yeah, I was just really curious. You talked about driving
8: your Street Type R to the racetrack and your Race Type R. On the track, how different do those two feel these days?
0: We still have Ryan on there. Yep, so sure, you're Ryan. Guys. You hear us okay?
4: Yep.
0: I think we got. Uh, I think we got Ryan on the line. Uh, yeah, here. I, got, I got booted, but I came right Yeah, there we go. Yeah, were you able to hear Robin's uh, question there, Ryan? Sure. No, I wasn't able to hear it. What do you got?
8: Um, I I was just asking, you you mentioned that you drove your own personal Type R to the racetrack and then drove the Type R on the racetrack, uh, your race car on the racetrack. And I was curious, with this new generation
2: uh, Type R, how different do these two cars feel? You know, uh, the thing about T- TCR cars now is that they're, they're no longer, I mean, it, it's a road-going chassis, it's got road-going parts, but it's a proper, proper race car. It uses the same, uh, same electronics as the GT3 MSX, so the gear shapes uh, up and down are very aggressive and, and, and immediate. It, it, it's just... different worlds in regards to what the cars are capable of however you can still tell that it started life as a honda it still has the creature comforts that all hondas have in terms of like usability driver friendliness so those kind of things will always trickle down uh and then it's pretty neat it is the stock motor you know partially stock motor that's just upgraded for longevity and performance so when you look at those things and what they're able to get out of it it's, it's pretty impressive yeah,
0: so no, it's, it's awesome that, uh, that, that Honda uh, makes a production car ultimately with the goal of competing with it on track. And it's very, very similar in that regard to uh, premium brands like uh, Porsche, Ferrari. Uh, it's a wonderful thing about Honda. We really appreciate that, uh, the production. And Ryan, as you as you look to the race this afternoon at uh, 4 o'clock, uh, how, do, how do you see that uh, uh how do you see that developing do, what, what advantages does the honda have over say the hyundai uh elantra team or the uh the uh,
2: alpha team so i think our, our thing is going to be usability in the race you know our car is a bit of a handful this weekend but it still seems easier to than others so if we can maintain our tires a little bit longer because we're not working them so hard to stay on track i think that'll be the, the, the saving grace at the end of the stint um but honestly qualifying today, I think it's the closest it's been in a long time, and I couldn't tell you who the favorite car is. I think the Audi that got the pole is is really, really fast, but they've had a rough year on tire degradation, so if that continues, then we won't worry about the in the race, but honestly, I could have told you at Watkins Lynn, I think I had the car to win if we didn't get taken out. Uh, today, I have no idea. I really don't have a clue who's going to be the car to win. <sighs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a great uh, great
2: race. Uh, it's a great
0: thing about IMSA is there's such variety of uh, manufacturer out there. I mean, I, I think it's comical that uh, Honda and, and Hyundai are out there giving Audi and Alfa
2: Romeo fits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, those guys yeah. are more scared of us than we are of them, which is a great feeling. So, <laughs> Well,
8: and it sounds, we like, on one- it sounds like you might be tangling with the DT4 cars, too, a little bit. That's, that's going to make it more interesting as well.
2: Yeah, it makes it interesting for the fans. It makes it really frustrating for everybody on track involved because those guys are doing the best they can, and they've got their own race going, and we've got ours going. So you don't want to interfere or or get held up. You also don't want to lose a a race because of something kind of dumb like that, you know, so to speak, like where it's not because you made a mistake or because they made a mistake. It's just everybody got in each other's way. So if you ask both sides, we prefer to be separated by a bigger margin, Um, but the series hasn't really seen it that way, and so we've had a frustrating Season in, uh, in cornering speed, but then we normally have really long straightaways. Well, Mossport has one long straightaway in all corners, so uh, it's going to cause an issue today. Hopefully, it doesn't cause yellows, but it will absolutely play a factor, I think, in the uh, in the result.
0: Uh, Ryan, I'm looking uh, just I'm going back to Watkins Glen, I'm looking at your uh, lap times there, and it is. I mean, it's extraordinary how close. You guys were at the Glen to the, to the BMW M4s and the Aston Martin. I mean, they were turning 155s. You guys were turning uh, 157s, 156s. I mean, that, that's insane that you had front-wheel drive cars that close to rear-wheel drive uh, performance cars.
2: Yeah, no, and, and I heard about it from all my friends that raced the GT4 class. Spencer okay. Rapelli is one of my best friends. And one of the fastest guys around, he came up to me and he said, do you know who had a faster lap today than I did? And I was like, no, who? He's like, you. He was not happy about it. Right? So, yeah. And he's in a GT4 Porsche. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it's going to, again, it's going to make a make for an interesting race. Today. I just hope it doesn't cause anything, you know, to cause a result. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fine being fast and close to these other classes as long as they get out of our way when we need them to and vice versa.
0: Uh, why, why is that, you think? I mean, uh, how, how is it that a uh, – are they putting restrictors on – you're doing the same lap times, essentially, as a, as a Porsche <laughs> a Cayman GP4 in a Honda Type
2: R. What, uh, what's going on there? If I had to guess, it's because DOP, which is a big part of our racing, is so difficult to handle. And if they just speed all the TCR cars up to be as fast as they can go, then if they're at their max – then it's probably easier to level them out versus choking everybody down at different levels and trying to figure out what's what. And so they've sped up our cars dramatically over the last couple of years. So at every track this year, we've been doing track records because the cars are like full boost, less weight. And I honestly don't know why that is, other than maybe it's easier to be OPed if they're all at their max level. Um, But it's now caused another problem, which is affecting the GT4 guys. And those guys are in their own race, too. We don't want to be causing problems for them, vice versa. You know, everybody's got their their place to race. So if I had to guess, I'd say it's because of making it easier to BOP. But that's not a good enough reason for me to want to get caught up in one of these other incidents or whatever from another class. So I think there's a smarter way of doing it.
9: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's weird how, you know, if,
8: if you bump up GT4 too much, they start getting a little close to GT3. And on and on, it's, it's, it's this interesting cycle. And the balance of performance, just as you were suggesting, the BOP, just plays a massive role in all of this. And it's kind of, uh, it, it's, it's silly, but at the same time, it's what makes the racing so close.
2: Yeah, it's a necessary evil. Like a lot of drivers tend to, well, I shouldn't say a lot of drivers. Some drivers tend to complain about BOP uh, and fans as well. And I, and I understand part of it, but at the same time, I understand if it became an arms race, It would be who can spend the most money to get their car faster than everybody else's. And that can't exist in our kind of racing because the budgets won't equal out. You know, F1 can be that way because their TV numbers are so huge that they can have cars that are dominant for years on end because people are watching no matter what. So they can sell TV time and they have commercials and all that. Our TV numbers aren't amazing. So if we had a blowout and everybody got mad and didn't want to watch anymore because the Hyundai won every race or the Honda won every race, then that would ruin the series. So it's a necessary evil, it's just sometimes some of the decisions they make or the ways they do it, I think if they talk to the people on track a little more, they would get different answers than what they come up with. Because, like, I, I know oftentimes there will be a BOP change, and I'm thinking to myself, not even in my class, but I'm like, that car, that car's the hardest car to pass. Why'd they speed it up? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. But at the same time, it's like the, the, the cops asking the robbers for information on how to stop them. <laughs> you know? So, I, I, this just, is just one of those deals. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's great stuff. Well, it's, it, it's great racing. Uh, uh, look forward to this afternoon, 4 o'clock. We're going to be watching uh, uh, Honda Honda Civics turning the same lap times as, as uh, Porsche uh, 718s and BMW M4s. So that's uh, that's some good stuff. Ryan, appreciate your joining us today, and good luck this afternoon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks a lot. And, uh, and uh, Robin, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, let's, let's talk about Jeep Wranglers again sometime.
8: Oh, I'd
0: love to, anytime. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up on Jeep Wranglers next week. But, uh, yeah, I really appreciate your uh, uh, hanging on and talking with Ryan Eversley. And He's, he's always a great guy to uh, talk to. And, uh, Robin, have a great weekend.
8: Well, Henry, you know how it is. Um, it, I'll talk racing anytime.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have a good time at Detroit Grand Prix and uh, fun to talk to Ryan today. All right, we're uh, uh, on to our next uh, guest. Uh, Eric Peters is joining us on the line. Eric, how are you? I'm good, Henry, and I
9: was enjoying listening to your conversation. I'm going to, after we get off the air, go out and do some furtive lap times in the uh, AMG GLE 63S that I've got this week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, uh, you know, Robert and I were just uh, commenting uh, on – uh, what, a, what an incredible variety of vehicles in the market uh these days uh, and and some and some you know from a performance standpoint i mean uh, today's show we're talking a lot about uh Jeep Wrangler uh because the new 2024 Wrangler is out and it's so capable off road as mm-hmm. our Chevy you know Chevy uh uh Colorado ZR2s and and uh GMC Canyon 18-4s and Ford Bronco. I mean, it's it's incredible what you can do off-road. At the same time, you can go on-road you know, with with, uh, with a Honda Civic Type R and take that to a racetrack now. Honda Civic, for goodness sake.
9: Oh, heck. The average, as you know, the average family crossover or family car, something like a Camry, is quicker and more powerful than probably two-thirds of the V8 muscle cars of the 60s and the 70s.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's crazy. And just looking at the lineup uh, for this afternoon's uh, uh, Michelin Pilot Challenge up there in Mosport, it's it's incredible the variety of uh, car you got out there racing together. Eric, hang on there. We're going to take a break and uh, hear from our advertisers. And on the other side, Eric and I are going to talk about the latest development with the Ford Maverick. here are on 9, 10 a.m. a at Superstation. Mm-hmm. Listen all you want to do
7: network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000 and we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative seen all around the world we bring you the best teaching impartation singing and inspiration if you want original programming we have that too the word network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration and we can be found on every device imaginable if you want to be uplifted and inspired you need the word network did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Bounds of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside of Bounds of Nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff.
3: Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5.
10: My 38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My 38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Devin C. for more information at 248-357-4566 or email at d.c-a-l-h-o-u-n
1: at the wordnetwork.org. This excludes political ads. My curiosity running wild,
8: cruising and playing the radio, with no particular place to go, riding along in my automobile.
0: Alright, welcome back into 910 AM Superstation. You are on Car Radio. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News, and we're joined by Eric Peters, uh, who is the founder of Eric Peters Auto. Uh, dot com, uh, great website. I recommend you go, uh, uh, go there and read all kinds of uh, great perspective on automobiles. And Eric and I talk a lot about uh, the difficult regulatory uh, environment that uh, automakers have to operate in, the de- in, in these days. But it's been a really difficult uh, last three years with the pandemic and supply chains and uh, these uh, draconian regulations coming along, and the upshot has been that uh, manufacturers back in 2019, about, uh, about almost 50%, about 48% of the cars they offered were under uh, $40,000. Today, uh, the, the number of cars under $40,000 offered by manufacturers is only about 15% of their model line i mean there's been this drastic shift uh toward premium vehicles so it's very satisfying when you get an affordable vehicle in the market one of those mark one of those vehicles is the ford maverick pickup truck uh came into uh the model lineup in 2021 it is the entry level ford if you can believe that uh the entry level ford it's not a ford fiesta it's not a ford focus It is a pickup truck, the Ford Maverick, and it was so good at $21,000 that I named it the Detroit News Vehicle of the Year uh, back in uh, in, uh, 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 the end of 2021. Um, And it came as a hybrid model, 500 miles of range, 190 horsepower, smartphone connectivity. I mean, this was a really good base model, but something is happening with the Ford Maverick. And Eric Peters has been uh, keeping an eye on it. Uh, Eric, what's going on? Well, uh, I think it's an
9: interesting thing with the Maverick in that when Ford brought it out, it was probably, from their point of view, an unexpected gang, bas- uh, gang monster success. Uh, they couldn't keep up with demand of the thing, and I think the reason for that is obvious. I mean, you had a vehicle that was priced just under $20,000, a truck. And Americans haven't seen that for a long time. And they certainly haven't seen an under-$20,000 truck. They could get 40 miles per gallon in the city like this little Maverick could. Um, and now the latest news apparently is that they're going to raise the price of it. And they're, instead of having the hybrid be the standard power crane, as you know, they're putting the 2.0 uh, EcoBoost turbo engine as a standard engine. And if you want the hybrid, you got to pay another 1500 And so it comes out to be about $27,000 now. So in my opinion, they've really undermined the case
0: for the vehicle, which just doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, so so what do you think's going on there, uh, Eric? I mean, that, this that was the that was the headline of this vehicle was that uh, it, could, it came in as an entry level vehicle in the market as a hybrid. Uh, you know, customers who are who are in that segment of the market, fuel economy is very important uh, to them, and so uh, having you know forty miles a gallon, five hundred mile range uh, in this in this truck was a tremendous proposition. Uh, now, as you say, uh, Florida apparently is is going away from that model um, and and making the entry level vehicle uh, with with the with uh, with the with the, uh, the standard two liter gas engine. Do you think it's the cost of batteries? What, what what is your sense of what's going on?
9: Well, that may play into it, but I doubt that's the determining factor. Hybrids, of course, have smaller batteries, not as much material, so I don't think that that's what's driving it. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's helpful to look at how, how aggressively Ford and so many other manufacturers are pushing electric vehicles like the Lightning, even though they're not selling. They're doing very poorly, uh, you know, especially if you put them in context. The F-150 Lightning sales, I think about 5,000-something so far this year uh, versus typically in a year Ford sells about 500,000 of the gas engine version of the thing. So it's literally a drop mm-hmm. in your bucket. But, you know, the government wants them to sell these things, so they're going along with what the government wants, and it may just be that the Maverick, you know, is too sharp a contrast. You know, twenty thousand dollars for that hybrid Maverick and forty miles per gallon and five hundred miles of range makes a sixty thousand dollar F one fifty Lightning look kind of dumb.
0: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's. A, but I can say it's a very curious, uh, it's a very curious development, just because the uh, because of what this car symbolized. Uh, coming in at twenty one thousand with that kind of uh, value, and and you know I've I've had friends who have uh, been shopping for them having they've had to wait a year uh, to get yeah. their Maverick, and you know one of the one of the, one of the the one of the compromises of the the of the the hybrid Maverick relative to the two liter uh, is it two liter or two point three I can't remember. It's, it's a 2.0. The hybrid has a 2.5 accuracy
9: cycle engine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got a two. You get the 2-liter turbo uh, engine that's now going to be standard in that in that vehicle. Uh, but one, one of the compromises for the hybrid was that it only came in front-wheel drive. So now, uh, if you're offering a pickup truck, uh, uh, the hybrid is a front-wheel driver at $27,000. It yeah. seems to me that's going to become less attractive relative to the two-liter, which is going to get uh, uh, all-wheel-drive, presumably, at, at a similar price point. That seems to me that's going to put off some pickup uh, customers. Well,
9: no question, and it's also going to simply make it less, you know, unaffordable, frankly, for a lot of people. You know, financing has become more expensive. Inflation, as everybody knows, is really putting the arm on people, so... A six $7,000 increase in price is substantial for a person in that price bracket. And I think it is going to turn off a lot of people. And I think it's a shame. I think Ford, maybe a better strategy if they really wanted to sell this thing would be to increase capacity. Now, maybe they're not making great margins individually on each sale, but if they were to amp it up and to, to meet demand, I think they'd probably, in the aggregate, end up making the money that they need to make to make that vehicle profitable for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, this story was broke uh, by Ford Authority. Uh, I don't think we've gotten a comment from Ford on it yet, but uh, it would be interesting um, as we hear more from Ford itself as to why they made this uh, model uh, change. Uh, in, the, in the larger picture, Eric, as you say, the uh, Ford Lightning uh, is, is, is another uh, big deal model uh, for this company. Uh, at a much higher uh, price point, and at a price point that's been g- going up and up. Again, this was a uh, electrified vehicle, uh, uh, initially going to be offered at $40,000. I believe the Lightning now starts around $60,000. Um, yeah. uh, again, a similar equation. This, this hybrid is getting a lot more expensive. Now the Lightning electric car, uh, truck is getting a lot more expensive. Why is that?
9: Well, there's a number of factors driving it, but I think the chief one is the battery costs, and it's it's kind of paradoxical because you've got these government mandates and these regulations that are pushing electric vehicles onto the market, and so that is increasing the demand for the batteries and the materials that it takes to get the batteries are in relatively scarce supply. They're sneaky to get. They're expensive to make, and so the EVs are getting more rather than less. Expensive.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's, it's quite a bit of inflation uh, uh going on with uh, these entry-level uh, models. Uh, Eric, we appreciate your insight as always, uh, and uh, hope you have a great weekend. Thank you, Henry. Appreciate you having me on. EricPetersAutos.com is the place you want to go uh, if you want to read more from Eric Peters. Uh, We're going to take a break here at the top of the hour. Here from our advertisers, and on the other side, we'll be talking Jeep Wrangler. You're on Car Radio.
3: Balance of Nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
4: I had no energy for months and months and months I had no energy and I'm a very active person and my husband was noticing that I was tired all the time and I was slow at everything that I was doing and I kept listening to the commercials and you know you don't know if something's going to help you or not but I decided this was something I was going to do and lo and behold in about Four days after taking them, I was repotting plants, I was doing other things. My husband said to me, you seem to have more energy. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm telling you, nothing has ever made such a difference. So anyway, I'm very happy.
3: Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code radio5.